Welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast, where I've made it my mission to help beauty professionals, creative and independent entrepreneurs like you find the tools, inspiration, and motivation to unlock the abundant life you know you are meant to be living. Each week, you can expect epic guests and solo episodes sharing every tool, trick, and skill set I've learned on my own 20-year journey to grow and scale your life and business. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, former salon owner turned beauty business mentor and crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur, here to share incredible stories and insight about how others got started and the unconventional path they took to get there. My goal is to inspire you to reach your business and life goals with confidence to achieve your dream life through creating non-negotiables and boundaries without sacrificing your personal well-being and relationships. I know firsthand how real burnout can be. So if you're ready to stop the overwhelm and get clear and focused, you're in the right place, babe. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio. And today I'm coming solo to you and it is heavy on my heart to bring this conversation to light. It's, it's, it's seemingly not that serious of a conversation yet. I've watched it actually cripple people in their life and their business, um, in relationships. So I do think it's something relatable to our industry, relatable to things that might be going on in your life that could be affecting how you're showing up your business. Um, all of that kind of stuff. And so today you're probably like, what are you talking about? Today we're going to talk about where are you playing small at in your life? How are you showing up in a way that's maybe not truly even authentically you? And like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What people authentic, original, people throw those words around all the time. And it's, it's, I find we don't often know who we are until we get a little older, until we've got a little, you know, dirt under our fingernails. Like we've been out, we've had some experience in life and it's only then do you really, I guess, build the confidence to start to show up as the version of yourself that you're super comfortable with. I think often we, we put out a vibe that we think is acceptable in certain groups. We dress a certain way. We might talk a certain way. We might even act a certain way that might not truly be like who we are. Um, it's not, not who we are, but it's not like the OG version of ourselves. that if nobody judged, if nobody cared, um, if everybody was stoked on the outfit, the lipstick color, the hair color, the haircut, the tattoos, the, any of it, whatever it is that makes you feel unique, that makes you feel special, that makes you feel like, yeah, this is me. This is a hundred percent me. Um, we do that. We do that. We do that to fit in. We do that to make other people feel comfortable. We do that to make ourselves feel comfortable because maybe somewhere down the road in the past, somebody told you, you were being too loud. You were being too showy, too show offy, whatever the case may be. But I just had lunch with a really good friend today who, you know, I could see in them that they weren't always being their true authentic self. They felt a little bit like they had to play small, like they couldn't be better then because they already got a lot of attention for maybe being good looking or being super fit or whatever the case may be. And so over the years, you know, I watched this person not live up to their full potential. And I would say things sometimes to encourage or to be like, you know, if you put yourself out there even 30% more than you are now, do you even know what you could accomplish, achieve, have all the things? 
And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't want the attention. I don't want the, this, that, whatever. And, you know, I think for me in their life, I was just one of their friends. Right. So almost like a mom, not a mom, but like a, a voice of, oh, you're just saying that to be nice. Oh, you're just saying that, or you just have to say that because you're my friend. Well, no. And then moral of the story is they hear it from somebody else who's more successful, who sees in them what I already saw, but that they couldn't see in themselves. And that person unapologetically calls them out and says, you are not living in your truth. You are not owning who you are. This is not you. Um, You can just sense when people aren't like fully playing out in the game that they were meant to play. And you know, watching this person get called out and then slowly start to transform. I could feel the confidence in their voice. I could feel the, they sat up a little bit taller. They spoke a little bit more confidently. They were really clear on where they were going and what they were doing. And I get that takes time and we, we ebb and flow, right? We ebb and flow from maybe wanting to feel like this. So we kind of channel this look or we, you know, vice versa, whoever you're around, you kind of start to like morph into whatever's going on. Right. But as, as they were sharing this story with me today at lunch, I thought, man, how many times have I done that? So I could make other people not feel bad because maybe they weren't as successful as me at the time. Or I knew if I wore that outfit, then I would make somebody feel bad. Like part of that sounds kind of like, even as I'm saying it, I have a hard time saying it because, you know, my mom always told me that it was okay to be the best dressed person at the party. And my mom encouraged, you know, putting yourself together on the daily so that you felt your best self. And I mean, there's no better feeling than walking into a room or a party or a anything where you are just in your power, dressed to the nine, hair and makeup done to what you feel is really good. Like you are walking tall. You are owning that motherfucker. And you're not going to let anything throw you off because you feel so good in your body, in your, in your mindset around just what you're presenting. And though it's not always external, um, what we lead with on the outside also relates to how we feel on the inside. And that's why you guys hear me talk all the time about non-negotiables and really honing in on taking care of your personal well-being, your mental well-being, your physical well-being, because I truly believe they all play a role in how we confidently show up. And confidence is one of those things that you can build that muscle, just like anything else. We're not all born confident. Some things knocked you down in the past that made you maybe feel like not as confident in certain areas. And I know for me, being able to work in a creative industry like hair, beauty, um, I always had the opportunity to show up as whatever version I wanted to show up. One day I could be wearing, like right now in this podcast, I'm wearing a pink sweater. My hair's chopped short, super blonde. And I've got some, uh, I don't know what these leopard earrings on, you know, and Truly, I am the most comfortable when I'm wearing more bold colors and I've got some leopard on and my hair's kind of big and crazy. Like that feels really good. But I remember back in the day, kind of more or less trying to fit in to the box I thought people saw me as. And when I think back to where did that come from? Honestly, it was my first job, my first job in the industry, I should say, um, because I've been in, I've been working since I was 14 at restaurants. And, you know, at a restaurant, you wore a uniform, everyone kind of looked the same, you pulled your hair back, you did your job, and that was it. But when you get into a creative industry where you can kind of wear whatever you want, you can do your hair how you want, your makeup how you want, um, I was inspired. I was inspired to cut my hair off, color it red, paint my nails black, wear big, bold red lip. And I remember I showed up at the salon one day and um, 
the manager lady who was working there, whom I was like super scared of. She came up to me and she said, can I talk to you in the office? And I said, yeah. And so she pulled me in the office and she looked me square in the face. And she said, when did you color your hair? Why did you do that? And I said, last night before we left the salon, so-and-so did it for me. And she was like, we hired you to be the normal one. And I was like, okay, let me get this straight. So you looked at me, I looked normal, whatever the fuck that means. So that's how I got this job. I was like, at the time I didn't have the, the, the words, the verbiage to like say something back. I kind of just like shook my head and was like, okay, what do you want me to do? And she was like, your hair is fine, but just, you know, no more black nails like that. I think I had like, I don't know, black, t- I don't know what I did that she didn't like. Um, but she didn't like how I showed up that day. And she made sure to tell me rather than just encouraging maybe a different look or guiding me in a different way, uh, in a positive way, she like shit on me and basically told me like, I, I, I should fit in this box. And it was crazy though. Cause at the salon, there was over 40 stylists. Everyone had kind of a funky, crazy, different look. And I thought, why, why do you need a normal person in here? People come to this salon to feel like they're getting their hair done by a celebrity. And I remember at the time thinking, you know what? I actually don't even know what I thought. I just thought, fuck man, she's a bitch. And she doesn't know how to lead because leaders don't make their employees, their people feel like shit. And I was just like, side note, I will never talk to somebody like that. And unfortunately I came up in a salon space where that happened a lot. They let people be in charge at that place that they probably got talked to you like that too. And that's why they did it to us as, as assistants and as people coming up in the industry. And at that time, I just knew there had to be a better way. There had to be a different way. And that I was never going to tell somebody that they couldn't show up as whatever version of themselves they wanted to be. You know, I've gone through every hair color. I've worn every kind of makeup. Um, I've changed the way I dress over the years. I mean, we used to have to wear all black. And then all of a sudden I was in a salon. I could wear whatever I want. It was like reinventing myself. And that is one of the coolest fucking things about being in this industry is that one day you can show up super preppy next day. I can roll in full goth, you know, you can do whatever you want. And, um, not a lot of industries allow for that because they also want you to fit in a box. So being in our industry, being in the creative world, it's such a beautiful blessing. And, you know, to, to watch my friend kind of come out of their shell and express how much better they felt, how much more authentic they felt like they could be because they now were owning who the fuck they were. So I just want you guys to take a quick check of inventory of like where you're playing small, whether it's in how you're dressing, how you're speaking, how you're showing up, what you're talking about. Are you holding back from sharing um, successes in your life with people around you because they're not as successful? Do you feel like you can't share wins because you'll make them feel bad? Um, stuff like that is really disempowering. And I actually had a coaching call today too, um, with a client of mine who she is leveling the fuck up. She is growing into her business. She is becoming her own. And we got on our coaching call and she said, I could see the emotion in her face. And she was like, I really didn't want to talk about this on our call today. I have some business stuff I want to talk about. Um, but I really feel like I need to talk about this. And it's funny because um, I have that effect. You know, if you're a hairdresser, if you're a service person, you get that. We get clients that come in, they probably had no intention of telling you said story. And then you touch them, they look at you, you share a moment and just everything comes out. Right. 
it's one of the coolest parts about our job. It's also one of the most challenging parts of our job because most of us were not trained in coaching or therapy prior to working, but luckily the 20 years I have behind the chair have given me some insight on how to handle certain conversations. But she, she started the story off with, um, you know, I'm not really sure what to do. I have this friend who told me they basically don't want to be friends with me anymore because I make things all about myself. And I thought to myself, well, what do you mean? Like, what did she say to you? And something had happened and the girl shared a personal story to kind of relate and make her feel better. It's almost the me too. I understand where you're coming from. And that's human nature is to want to like share something. So somebody else feels better. Um, the girl's dog was dying, I think is what was going on. She's gonna have to put the dog down. And my client was like, oh, it's gonna be okay. Like it was super hard when my same thing, blah, blah, like shared a story. And I guess the friend kind of just lost it. She's like, all you ever do is talk about yourself and da, 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 da. And the girl was like, I actually haven't talked to you in months. Um, what do you, what do you mean? I talk about myself all the time. And it was like a perceived story that her friend had made up because I think she just watches all her stuff on social media. And the coaching client that I had was like, literally so bewildered and hurt. And she's like, I guess this is what, this is what they mean when they say that when you are leveling up or rising to the top that you lose friends, you lose people. And while that can kind of be true, I think we sometimes outgrow relationships. And if you've been tied with somebody for years and years, if they're a childhood friend, um, you do sometimes grow apart. And I, I asked for permission and I said, can I share a similar story? My best friend and I went through that a couple of years ago. And it's kind of when I, took a left and jumped in the mastermind and started learning a whole new language, a whole new world, right? Online business, coaching, just the whole thing. It was like, I drank from a fire hose and then I tried to articulate that all back to her, but what ended up coming out of my mouth probably sounded more like I was telling her what she should do, telling her all the things when really I didn't have the skill set yet to just like share or bring her into that. Um, and, and we, we had a come to Jesus moment too with that, but I'll also say I allowed for myself to step back from that relationship in order to continue to grow where I needed to grow because I knew that I had to figure out who that version of me was that wanted to play bigger. I couldn't, I couldn't hold myself back because it made other people, even my best friends uncomfortable. I knew that I was onto something when it started to piss people off. And I hate the saying, like, people want to see you do good, but not as good as them, or want to see you do well, but not better than them, whatever that stupid saying is. I don't believe that. I believe it scares people when you start to change. Because if someone loves a certain version of you and you're no longer that person, you got to realize they're grieving that too. They're going through it because you have now evolved into a different person. And I mean, think about it. Look back at yourself a year, two years ago. You know, where were you at? What were you doing? And in this particular girl's case, she hasn't drank in 11 months and her friend didn't invite her to her birthday. So she was like, I knew at that moment, you know, a couple months ago when she didn't invite me to the party that she probably didn't think I was going to be any fun. So she didn't invite me just strictly based off the fact that I don't drink anymore. And then one thing led to another. And then this blow up conversation happened the other day. So, um, you know, my advice to her basically was just give it some space let her work through what she's working through. Don't make it more about you. That's what she told you she needs. And hopefully you guys can have 
a reconciliation down the road. And if not, you just want to keep your side of the street clean, bless and release people like that, because you cannot change someone else's perception. You need to let them think their thoughts and they need to work through things on their own. It is up to you to continue to stand in your power um, to grow into that version of yourself that you see for yourself. You know, is it the next level in your business? Is it taking your behind the chair business and opening your own salon? Is it is it starting your own salon suite? Is it leading an education team? Is it partnering with a brand so that you can grow possibly your own brand one day? You know, for you to hold back because you think you're going to make other people feel uncomfortable is 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 probably the most fucked up thing you can do to yourself. So I'm here to help empower you. Um, I want to hear what you guys think about this podcast. If this is something you've experienced, I want to talk to you more about it. If you want to hop on the show or we can do an IGTV live together. I love to do live coaching on Instagram or in the Facebook group. If you haven't already joined us in the Facebook group, it's the beauty insiders, the links in the bio of my Instagram at Jessica Bergio. And then also in the bio of the beauty inspires beauty uh, podcast. So we are also starting a July challenge. I'm going to slip this uh, hopefully out this week, this podcast episode, so you guys can dive in, even if you're a few days late to join us. The July summer self-care challenge is starting on July 1st. It will include morning routine, movement, mindset, and your mood. The mood part's my favorite because it's showing up as that highest version of yourself. So unapologetic about who you are and what you want to bring to the table. Um, so if you guys want more information on that, there's also another link in my bio to check that out and to register. It's totally free and you have a chance to win $250 Venmo cash straight to you and a shopping spree inside the Beauty Inspires Beauty Shop. So take a moment, think about where maybe you've been playing small and how you can start to show up as the highest version of yourself. I want to hear from you guys what that looks like and what that means for you and how you're going to show up and show out. Sending you guys so much love. I'll see you on the next one. Rain, switching lanes, all of a sudden, I'm going